Well, hello, hello, hello today. Um, I have a question. Uh, do you ever, how do I even ask you this? <laughs> do you just take people's word for it or do you think about something that we tend to accept is right? Okay, that's a really broad question. Um, I, I think I've told you that I answer questions on Quora. And I'm not quite sure how I got into it and why I continue to do it. I mean, some of the questions are really good and I love helping people. But some of them are just, like, just stupid. Um, and when I get questions late at night, sometimes I answer questions that I might not otherwise answer. And I did one the other night. And, um, and, and that's what it comes down to. It comes down to thinking about something, um... You know, not taking things for granted that we're told about dog health, um, whether it's from your, your neighbor, your friend, your sister, your brother, your parents, or your veterinarian. Because sometimes they don't make sense, and we believe stuff that that we probably shouldn't. Okay, so the question that I got that that made me answer was, how important is a dog's dew claws to a dog are they really necessary now if you think about that I mean how do you feel about that seems to me why take it off my dog was born with them okay so anyway so here's what I answered I said how important is your pinky finger do you really use it I'm not trying to be an ass I used to have my dog's dew claws removed because my vet told me they were useless and would get broken and infected, and so I should just have them removed to prevent future problems. Yeah, and I did. I bought into that until one day, about 30 years ago, I realized I was amputating part of their body. I stopped the practice. Since then, I've had dogs that actively use them on their front, uh, front feet to hold bones and toys. None of my dogs have ever broken a dew claw, and they've never bled, and they've never gotten infected. So, it's just one of those things, because somebody else answered it. What the heck did that woman say? I mean, she was talking about, oh, I wish I could find it now. Um, she was talking about uh, how, she said something about them growing back, I think. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, here's one answer, another answer. The rear dew claws are totally useless. Breed standards for some mountain dog breeds require them. The front ones, if removed conservatively, will grow back. So to prevent that, you must remove the bone that is going into the pastern. That last bone should be left. Really? Really? I mean, that, I'm sorry. That's just, it's mean. It's mean. Okay, one other person. I ha actually I haven't even read this one yet. This is one answered at, that was answered after mine, and she wrote, "Well, you stepped squarely into a debate. Dew claws were commonly removed in the past to prevent injury. Dogs out on the hunt in rough territory often damaged this claw-causing pain. No one really believed them to be of any real importance; rather, just saw them as a hindrance. I have seen." where an argument has been made that they are needed and removal might later cause arthritis. I don't know if it's a valid point or just a claim made. So what does this mean for a modern owner? 
owner? Well, it means they do not need to be removed for our homebound couch potatoes, and it is possible to leave them. So by all means, understanding that dogs being used to hunt may very well benefit from having them taken off. I don't believe her. Um, but some people do believe they assist dogs in balance and navigation on uneven ground. Rather than abs rather this is absolutely true again, I really don't know. I have had dogs with and without and never noticed any real difference. <sighs> okay, and she goes on and on going back and forth. But you know, honestly, why do we have to cut something off? Don't you think God put them there for a reason? Or Mother Nature, or however you believe? And that kind of reminds me of the another another one that I had a hard time with. This one took me a really long time to get, and I may have actually mentioned it in another podcast, and that's tail docking and ear cropping. Um, my first dog, my first, yeah, my first, yeah, was a Great Dane. And Great Danes... They're beautiful dogs. They're beautiful. They're statuesque. They, they're just—they're like looking at royalty when they when they sat when they sit up. Their their conformation is beautiful. But I thought the floppy ears were really funky looking, and the only Danes I'd ever seen had cropped ears. So we had her ears cropped, um, and and she was gorgeous. Um, let's see, my se- yeah, and I had my second Great Dane's ears cropped too. And then years later, when I ended up with pit bulls. It was the same, I hate to say it as I hate to admit it, but it was the same thing. Um, with Samoots, um, my ex wanted to have his ears cropped so that they looked good. And so we had that done. And um, I ended up having having one of my dog's tails docked. Um, at the time, I thought it would just be, I'm so sorry. I really apologize. I thought it would just be really cute. And it, how I didn't realize what I was doing, I, I could just slap myself silly. You know, the tail is part of the spine. And yes, my dogs, I've had dogs that had such, such strong wagging tails that they've cleared everything off the coffee table. They've banged against the fridge or the, or the walls and, and bled. And I mean blood all over the place because their tails don't seem to have as much feeling. But regardless of that, it's part of of the dog and now that I'm um more understand much more about um about natural things like um I'm trying to think of the right word touching meridians and that kind of stuff whether it's um whether it's with needles or whether it's with just touching with your fingers um there are a lot of ways to help heal a dog by you know you know, ancient Chinese things uh, like acupuncture and acupressure is what I was thinking of. And, of course, as soon as I start this thing recording, I, I, I always draw a blank with a word. But anyway, um, those – my poor dogs, you know, like when you take half their ear off, you're taking off pressure points that you could use to actually help heal them from something. So that's just something else to think about. And now I have I have admitted to being a really terrible person – and in hopes that if you haven't thought about it before, you will. Because, you know, it's... And I probably won't ever have a great day again because I still like those up ears. But I would never, ever, ever um, have ears cropped again. Or have a tail docked or any of that stuff. So, 
So that's how I changed my mind. And I hope you'll forgive me for my past indiscretions. Um, but anyway, that was what I wanted to talk about today. So I'm out of here. And tomorrow I'm going to think of something better. Because I don't want to admit to any more bad things. You know? Ew. Okay, bye. I'm out of here. Oops, there's something I need to remember to tell you every single time I do a podcast. And that is, I am not a veterinarian. I am not a medical professional. So I cannot give you medical advice, but I can sure give you some good advice. Okay, that's it. See you soon.